Hey, I'm Dr. Daniel. And I'm Dr. Josiah, and this is Life with the Hackneys. Episode 2, The Perfect Parents. The Perfect Parents. But before we get into that, um, we had a lot of you guys ask us questions about bears. The bear attack. Over... Well, and the bears don't even have to be attacking specifically. Okay, just the presence of a bear. It could and just be, yeah. How that is, affects your could, life. Did we talk about perceived stress? There's you there's know, more to get in. We'll get into that in a later. You talked about a lot. So, related to the bear attack, um, one thing I did forget to mention was that it decreases your immune system and your immune function, and so that's why, um, part partially, people get sick more this time of year. We call it cold and flu season. We don't call it that. It's more sugar and stress season uh, is what we tend to find clinically. Because both of those stressors affect your immune system. Yeah, especially when bears attack. <laughs> We're going to move <laughs> past the bear attack. I just wanted to make sure that we, we got that clear. I think so. Yeah, I think you covered So thank you for all bears. your questions related to last week's episode. Mostly about the bear we've attack. Had, yeah, we've had some interesting ones. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so today we're going to talk about perfect parents, and uh, which is what we were before we had our children. And we are 10 years into practice. Our oldest just turned seven recently. So there are a few years where we were seeing parents and families and we did not have children of our own yet. And so really and the we, best parents are those who don't have any children. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we as most of you know. What we need to start with is just a a, a public apology. Public apology. Mostly the, me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the things that I said two before parents. I yes, two parents specifically before I was before a parent. You were a parent. I yeah. said some ridiculous stuff. <laughs> you did. I said things like leave the car seat in the car. That's why it's called a car seat. Mm-hmm. That that one stings still. I, that's the one that stands out the most. Yeah. Um, we have lost of, patience from that <laughs> to this day. People, I would have come in, but you said some crazy stuff. <laughs> but you told me to leave my car seat in the car. And well, my, my our baby was intention um, at that time was... Pure. Pure. It, honorable. <laughs> lovely. It was... With you as a parent in mind, that when you carry a car seat, there are there's a lot of stress on your body, yeah. And we'll get into that in a minute, um, because there is also a difference in recommendations that you receive that are best practice, and then what is actually practiced. And so, because we are now parents, seven years in, we've learned some things, and that's why sorry for what we said before, just because it was ignorant. It is true that that the weight of the car seat is affecting your health. It is also true that as a parent, that's not always a reality that you can just get your baby out of the car seat every time you go somewhere. So what we're going to go over today are kind of the the cringy things Dr. Daniel used to say to parents. I mean I never said any of these. You never said anything ridiculous? No. Okay. I, it was just me. So this is, you at, know. At least from our list today, I've never said any of these things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I helped curate this list. So there are things that we said, and now with a different perspective of instead of don't do this, we Let's know that we know optimize. that you are going to do this yeah. because that's part of parenthood. So when you do this, 
consider this way to do it. Yeah. So the first one, it's called a car seat for a reason. Why did you tell people that to leave their car seat in the car? Well, thank you for asking. Oh, you were uh, so welcome. I had a good reason. Yeah, I, you always um, do. So I was noticing a lot of shoulder pain, neck pain, lower back. I mean, especially mm -hmm. when those kids get heavier and you're holding the car seat. And well, I remember, I remember we went to Texas Roadhouse one time. I was like, this kid is so heavy, referring to Zoe. And she was a large baby, <laughs> she was. She, 28 pounds before a By year. Eight, I mean, yeah, she was, she was big. And so I. <laughs> Carrying around in the car seat. In the best and I would possible have to, way. <laughs> yeah. So I was like leaning over to the side. And I'm like, mm. thank goodness I'm married to a chiropractor because right, this would it, kill my it's back. It's affecting, yes, your neck, your shoulders, yep. ribs, um, lower your, back. Your low back. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of the body and, is involved. And then, you know, your traps and your shoulders get tight and that's going to cause headaches and all sorts of other stuff. Or you may have numbness and tingling in your hands mm. too because of the tightness in the neck and those nerves that come off of the neck, they innervate into your hands. And we tend to be creatures of habit. And so if you're right-handed, you're probably carrying the car seat on the same side every single time. Right. And so that's a, a repetitive stress. So it is affecting the parents. It was a valid statement. It's a valid statement. And I was worried about you guys. What is also true is that those things happen and there are ways that we can change what we're doing to still be able to execute the same task. So now right. that we are parents, we know you do not get a sleeping baby out of that car seat. If right. they fell asleep, don't touch them. Just let them stay in the car seat. And so there are appropriate times to bring the car seat out of the car. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of, since we are going to do this, how can we do this in a way that is less stress on your body? Um, we're going to release a video on our Instagram soon that shows a, just a different way to carry the car seat. And what it does is it takes all the stress off of the shoulders by... And puts it right on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it can be a little challenging on the wrist, but... Uh, if you if you get practiced at it, then it does. It depends on how you yeah how you hold it. Yes, it's because not all each each car seat is slightly different, and so the carry you may have to find how the carry works for your specific car seat. But it helps just balance that stress out and that weight, so that when you are carrying your car seat, because you're going to, it's just less stress on your body. Great. Yeah. Well, and another thing, too, I forgot to say, mm. um, I think especially nothing against first-time parents. We were first-time parents once, too. I think that they tend to carry their kids in their car seat uh, a lot older than... Longer. Yes, because it is more convenient. If they are self-contained, they're sitting in a seat, mm -hmm. of course. I mean, that's a lot easier to keep track of. Um but also, I mean, talking about the baby's ergonomics, too. Like, if you keep a kid in the car seat for a long, long time, time, then, uh, well, one thing that we notice, especially over summer times, is all the tension in the sacrum from babies and kids from sitting for too long. Being in the car seat. And that could lead to mm -hmm. some constipation um, or other things like that. Mm -hmm. So, the yeah, tension and, and tightness. Depending on the age of the child, it can affect the shape of the skull. Um, it's not just first time parents. It also, well, I, know, I feel but like it not so much maybe with your second, but then once you get to your third kid, they're just along for the ride. Cause you have a life, you have a full life with two other kids Yeah, and, and then four or five, six, you know, however many children you have. And so they do tend to spend more an time army of children. 
more time. We're working on it. In the car seat. <laughs> we're not actively working well, on no, anything Well, no, I right mean, now. but we've got four kids, so. Yes, yes. We're halfway there. <laughs> to an army? Well, yeah, you know, small army. Small army, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> basketball team. A basketball team, if I think you there's will. five. I don't know. Can you tell neither of us played sports? <laughs> I, yes, I it played is basketball. I was the terrible. Sixth man is the the one on the bench, but yeah. I was usually the sixth man. Okay. Yeah, there's five on the I team. wouldn't come in until third quarter. <laughs> I played for five minutes, and then I was on the bench again, just so. All that height wasted. Yeah. You'd think that the coach, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the wasted potential. When you have multiple children, not just one, it's your first. They're more likely to spend more time in the car seat just because that's what you have to do. And so in those cases, we want to make sure that as you probably have a kid on your hip and you're carrying a car seat. And so this hold, this carry makes that much more possible, less stress on your body. And then like you were saying, that prolonged time in the seat does affect the baby. And so that's also something to consider when it's a possibility to put them in a carrier or to put them in a stroller. Or, or to carry them, then that, especially if you're out for a long time, that's going to affect their spine and their health um, more than in a different way than if they were in the car seat the whole time. You know what a great way to take your kids around town would be? The Wonderfold Wagon. <laughs> they were on sale last week, and this is not sponsored. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not yet sponsored, but the Wonderfold Wagon. And, um, and there are a lot of wagons now. There that, are. That there weren't, I think, even when we had our first child. Uh, but a lot of twin twin moms yeah. told us, you really need to get a Wonderfold. And um, that is how I was able to take the kids anywhere for a while. Yeah. Well, and uh, I was at Chick-fil-A, as one goes. Okay. Um, when you were out of town, I took the babies to Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And uh, on my way, leaving out this couple, the sweet couple, first-time parents having twins, they're like, should I get one? I was like, you absolutely need one. <laughs> and then um, I talked to some other lady who her son had a wonderful wagon on the way out. The same family saw that I was in a van. They're like, should we get a minivan? It's like, <laughs> depends on how many kids you want. If you're going to have more than two, you definitely want a minivan. Yeah. Uh, Honda Odyssey. Uh, the great thing <laughs> about. Sponsored by <laughs> Honda now. So one cool feature is you can take the middle seat out and then slide the second row over. Mm -hmm. And that way the older kids can get in the back. And then if you wanted to, you could slide the the seat over. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not sponsored. (laughs) Yeah. Not sponsored. Okay. Let's go on to other things you told people. Um, Okay. (laughs) Don't pick up your kids. Dr. Daniel, it hurts my back when I pick up my kids. I bet it does. Don't pick up your kids. (laughs) They're heavy. Those kids are big. They are heavy. And one of the one of the greatest ways to injure your spine is yep. to bend, bending, twisting, lifting, twist, and then add a load yep. like picking up your child. Yeah. So technically, technically. Um, from the biomechanics books, it is sitting, bending, twisting, and then lifting. Is the worst. Is absolutely the worst. Mm. Yeah. So, so we're taking one factor out by standing. Now that you're but. a father, you recognize it is not realistic for parents to just not pick their kids up. I, I realize that. Okay. That's good to hear. So instead, when you pick your children up, because you will, and there will be times when when you are, especially early postpartum, 
um, or if you have had an injury, um, there are times when it's not appropriate to be lifting your children. And so being mindful of that and making smart choices is very important. But just a blanket statement of don't pick up your kids because that's going to mess up your back. Well, and a lot of times the toddler is running while you're trying to pick them up, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where that bending, twisting. So if you if you have a child who does a universal sign for pick me up. <laughs> hands up. Hands up like this. And the sign language for up is pretty simple. So we taught the babies that. So up. And we know what they mean. Index finger up. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> this is down. Index finger and the babies, down. they do it like this. Elbows up. It's high. You know somebody's on a cell phone call, and the higher the elbow is, the more important the call is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you ever seen somebody? You yes. know, and they're down like to the sides, like, well, that's not an important call. <laughs> but they got the elbow kicked up. Wow. It's past a 90-degree angle. It's that's 100, an 110. <laughs> Woo! And so those babies, they go down. <laughs> they want down immediately. They don't go down like this. You yeah, got the elbow up. a different up. timeline than the rest Almost of Almost hit you. <laughs> I'm going to add that to the list. Okay. What was I saying? So picking kids oh, up. Oh, picking They're, the kids they up. They tend to be running around. Then, okay. So if they're square in front of you, then you squat and then lift with your legs and bring them to your center and then pick them up that way. Um, and I mean, the way I usually pick the kids up is I will hold underneath and Typical. I mean, men don't have hips, so the kids would just slide right <laughs> off of our hips if, if we try to do that. Yes. So I kind of have to hold them underneath, but then that makes me basically useless, you know? Oh, well, I, I wasn't going to say it. I'm, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. So the moms who are like, well, I, I hold my kid on the hip, and then I'm doing something else with my other hand. Uh, if you're not pregnant, then having a carrier can be a great way to hold the kids and include them in what you're doing. Sure. And that's for your doing longer durations of time things. So yeah. uh, cooking, cleaning, uh, or just a baby who needs to be held or, walking, or a toddler who needs to be held. Walking around. Um, but in the short term, this is more in the short term, then you absolutely can pick up your kid. And this is the best way to support your body while you do it. You want them to be right in front of you. You squat down, like you said, bring them close to you. And then instead of um, relying on momentum, we're going to brace. Like if someone was going to hit you in the tummy, you're going to brace. And then you're going to squeeze your booty. And so we get our glute activation and then press up. Um, If you want to include your breath with it, so take a deep breath in while you're doing all those things and then breathe out as you stand up. And so that is, that's including your whole body, like all the muscles, instead of we're just hoping our back or our legs do the work. Yeah, and have a more core stability. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, some more core engagement. Okay. And then um, from there, the next one is uh, you tell people, like, one, don't pick up your kids, and then two, don't don't hold them after you pick them up. Well, yeah, so if you're needing to hold them for a period of time, then what I would try to do is to sit down first and then to hold them. Have them climb right, up but, into your lap. Which there are times that are that's appropriate, right. um, but there are many times that is not possible. So what is what? What's the and example? So, well, so um, just being a mom, your kids want to be held a lot, and so you pick them up, and what do we do? We th- we throw them on our hip, we cock that hip out. Oh, okay. And so then we go yeah. and live life. So instead and do of all the things that we have to do, and you know which hip, you tell me all the time. Yes. <laughs> like oh, it's always this hip. Yes. I don't even have to tell you. <laughs> 
because <laughs> because we're creatures of habit and we have things we have to do, and so we can normally secure, if you're right-handed, yeah, it's like can left. secure a kid on the left side, still have our right hand, and then we can make dinner, pick up laundry, whatever that we need to do. Um, or I make dinner sometimes too. Yes, you do. I can open cans, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a mean, I got a mean can opener. I'll open them right up. I made chili last night. Woo, it's good. It's good. It's good. Just about 18 cans you got to open up and throw it in a pot and put it on low. I'm basically Gordon Ramsay. You do cook also, and we are grateful for that. Thank you. Uh, But you don't do it with a kid on your head. No, I don't. So this doesn't quite apply to your situation but a lot of people know i i include i contribute you do contribute yes (laughs) it's a shared load for sure um but a lot of our moms who we see that is that is just mom life that you have a baby on your hip or a kid on your hip and and then you're doing stuff and so we're definitely asymmetrical weight distribution and it's that repetitive stress because it happens over and over and over again so, um, we want to be mindful of, we know it's always on this side. Um, you need a free hand sometimes. And so you can put them over on the other side. It's going to feel weird just because we're not used to that, but we, we want to bring about balance in the body. And so whatever you normally do on one side, we want to make sure that there's balance and you're doing it on the other side as well. So switching what side you're holding them on. Um, if they, if they are just wanting to be held and you're not trying to do anything else, um, holding them right in the middle is ideal. So you have your arms underneath their booty, um, and then they are right there, like kissable, very close. Um, so there's that's a, a way to hold them and accomplish that without causing additional stressors on your back. And then this is where uh, baby wearing is a lifesaver. Yeah especially for longer periods of time. So when it's just, I need to be picked up and held and, and carried to the car, it doesn't make a lot of the sense. Hold to on. Get it. I need to put my carry on. I know you're yeah. crying. <laughs> it does hold not on make a second. Sense. It takes five minutes to get this. Mm-hmm. But if, there was, well, mm, yeah, go ahead. Oh I don't, no. <laughs> I don't need to tell a story. There was someone I saw out in the parking lot once who basically did that, walked into to get the, pizza. the pizza and then walked right back out and had the, the elaborate one. A I'm wrap. like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The full it, it wrap. It took her like, a while okay. to wrap. Yes. All right. But when you're eating pizza, you need your hands free. And so you do. There, I mean, are, there are certainly so appropriate times for here's the Here's another thing. You can ask for help. You know? Yes. It is possible that I could have walked into the pizza place and said, hey, my hands are obviously full. You all pointed out to me often anyways. Man, it looks like you got your hands full. Who else has heard that? <laughs> Do you do mind you, walking do you hear this that pizza more, out, or do you hear that you're a great dad when you're out with our children? I don't. I'm shocked. I thought I would. I really did. <laughs> okay. Here we and go. I don't think that I'm the world's greatest dad. I'm doing better each year, but I am shocked at how little praise I get. Oh, I'm so sorry. When I'm out with all the it's kids on my own, it's probably about how much I get. So what do you get? <laughs> what do you get told more often? <laughs> I just, well, no, your the, hands are full. the little old ladies, they are very sweet and they, they all come up and they look at the twins and they say, are those twins? Um, yes, they're, they, they're, twins. they're dressed the same. Their faces know. are the same. <laughs> and I think it's just a, a question that people ask because 
icebreaker. They don't want to assume. But, um, yeah, I'm really shocked that I don't have people come up to me as like, wow. pat on the back, yeah. you know, fist bumps, high five, anything. I don't get any nothing. And that whether you have the I don't twins need it or either, all just four so you guys, kids. Yeah. Wow. Mm. No, re- no so respect. Sorry. I get no, no respect. <laughs> wow. I am so sorry that your experience now is I know so what it feels to like mine. Yeah. <laughs> now you're one of us. Be a mother. So. Oh. I, I get it. I know, ladies, <laughs> when you go out and you've got all your kids and, and no one's... And they say your hands are full. Man, you got your hands full. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. You feel that way too. Well, that's wow. why I take the wonderful wagon <laughs> with me everywhere I go. And that is wonderful. a true statement. Wonderful. They were like 30% off. I don't know if they still are or not, but um, yeah. You know how they get you? They're, they're not things. cheap to begin with. Every no. accessory that they have is like $100. <laughs> so That's like there are a lot of other brands that are yeah. great too. Yeah. And I would, um, one thing I would try to say is if you do get a wagon, try to find something lightweight. Um, I would not get one that you pull behind you as best as possible because that's going to cause a twisting. So every time I go to the zoo, I see people pulling with those. Um, I always thought what would be a great business opportunity is to have something like that, but it's like motorized. Oh, and then even like if I could stand on it too, because the zoo, I mean, that's a lot of walking. Wow. Wow. And then you could take it to Broken Bow, your other missed investment opportunity that would yeah oh i've got a lot of business ideas and i'm sure you'll hear more of them there's another one there's a lady and i she's like i'm so hot no it was cold she was cold in the winter time or hot in the summertime oh at the baseball games or soccer games or whatever and so she had the the pod Mm -hmm. no it was hot because it was an air conditioner we were trying to get her an air condition okay pod basically um and i'm just like that has got to be a multi-billion dollar business idea just waiting to happen i would spend a lot of money if i was sitting out there hours some of y'all the whole weekend is spent and you're in the blistering sun no air conditioning Mm. you're not gonna find me out there i think everyone actually probably could have guessed that (laughs) um and then the last thing we had for holding your kids is we see this a lot, especially early postpartum when you have that relaxin in your system. As that, your wrist. Yeah, as we're holding our babies, especially as they're, um, we're holding them upright, is that we have our wrist turned in to secure them. And that can be a lot. It's a repetitive stress, and it can be a lot of strain on the wrist here. And so one simple thing that you can do is instead of turning your wrist in, is if you turn your arm back and then yep. extend you're still, you're not grabbing onto them, but you still are stabilizing them in place. And then you don't have that stress on your wrist. So their baby's up on your shoulder when mm-hmm. you're doing that. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't have a baby here. Yeah. And then I, I'll kind of help to support it too. I mean, I guess unless you need the other hand to kind of mm-hmm. wrap it like this. So it's almost, I dream of Jeannie. If anyone gets that reference, but it's like, I do. Does that count? Yeah. So wrist like this, holding underneath, and then you can almost kind of hold on to the front. (laughs) And I dream of Jeannie. Okay. Um, And then with that little baby, um, another thing that you tell moms when they are feeling tension in their neck. Oh, yeah. uh, You all like to look at your babies. I mean, I know they're cute, but you know what they look like. Stop looking at your babies. Mm -hmm. And so your your neck is cranked down like this. Why would you tell a parent that? 
Why would I tell him? Yeah. Oh, because of the because of the yes, yeah. Well, I actually um, I forget which one of our kids. It was either Zoe or Evie, and I was looking down and I was like, man, my neck is like, ugh. It was it was tight. It started Mm -hmm. causing headaches, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I know what they look like. So you just kind of hold them and then and then lean your head back. You know, get you one of those airplane pillows. Oh wow. Kind of rest and relax your head back that way. Okay. Uh, so neck pain also, since we're on it, um, it making sure that you have a pillow underneath baby. So you don't want to have to actively contract those muscles and your shoulders up to your ear like this. You just have some pillows underneath you and you make sure that baby doesn't like fall out of your arms, obviously. But, um, but yeah, you know, when we're looking down, it's like that turning and twisting and looking down at an angle for an extended period of time or, and I'm not getting on to anybody, but, but we're off on the other side doing this. You'll see this one. Oh, scrolling. Yeah. Pinkies flexed under here. That's mm-hmm. going to cause some wrist and thumb text thumb, you know, mm-hmm. scrolling. Uh, what I have seen, there are people who, um, now you can't do this when you have a sleeping baby, but oh, they will gosh. do a voice activated like command. They'll say next. And then it will scroll for you. I think you're spending too much time on your phone in that case. Well, not me. I just, I Mm. saw it. But Mm -hmm. there's also like click button Bluetooth. So you could just like click a button. So you could be scrolling on reels and have it and just kind of click a button there. So that way you don't have to hold your phone. You just kind of have a pillow or something. So clinically you're seeing (laughs) that when moms are holding, feeding, looking down at their babies for extended periods of time, that it's causing stress on their necks, headaches. Okay. And... Moms are going to hold their babies, and they're going to look at their babies. I know. So I know. something they can do to alleviate that stress is to make sure they have plenty of support from pillows. Yes. So you've got support the, in your lumbar. The, you um, the stretch have open, open chest stretch. Oh, yeah. So we'll do you the pillows. have pillows under your baby. So however you choose to feed your baby, you're not going to them. They are being supported to be brought to you, whether breast or bottle. So that's able to keep these muscles more relaxed. Yeah. And then um, for those of us who are awake at 2 a.m. trying to feed a baby and we happen to be on our phones, it's not that that is not okay. Um, but using those pillows again and then just trying to keep things midline so that we're not twisting yeah. and we have a phone off to the side and a baby off to the other side. Um, the more midline that you can keep things right in front of you, the less stress and is on your body because you're you're not doing as much twisting yeah. and turning, and then especially when you're feeding in the middle of the night, you're there for an extended amount of time. Right, but then a stretch that you could do too. Yeah, of so the open chest, so kind of open like this. And you also call that what pose? Well, um, those of us who have seen the big Lebowski. Oh, that's not where I thought. You oh were no, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the, An the opera pose. Yeah. The opera. What kinda, were you about to say? The Big Lebowski, the dude. Y'all know the dude. I so don't he think just everyone like, does. Oh, okay. He's the dude. See, in clinic, I've only heard you say the opera pose, and well, then you extend. Sometimes back. I say things when you're not here. <laughs> That's what scares me. Yes, the opera pose. So, like an opera singer is kind of like this, but open you know, chest, open chest, arms but not not down. Up. Yeah, we want kind of open, relaxed, and then the neck back, and just kind of that relaxed position. And bonus points if you do some belly breathing, which is really important. So, deep breath in, 
into the stomach and just kind of and just do that a few times and it'll help to relax you too in through the nose out through the mouth is the um helps to activate your parasympathetic cool then there's that so um, the three-month position that i have moms do yep. so we we'll could do a video on that because that's kind of hard to explain that. yeah that's a good one but it's just it's just a way to help these traps relax turn off because there's so much activation and just tension all up in the traps as a mom well and we hear i carry my stress in my shoulders mm-hmm. that's something that could help with that mm-hmm. yeah okay anything else those were the main things that you say to people that okay. i that we needed to address so i think what this all comes down to is that you are going to receive a lot of recommendations or advice from a lot of unsolicited people as a parent and some of them are healthcare professionals some of them are an uncle some are a 19 year old who's never even had kids and just thought this might be a good idea to tell you this um so you get that a lot (laughs) teenagers uh, coming up hey (laughs) no not a lot but there have been times where i have received comments from clearly single teenagers guys oh okay yeah the guy yeah the guys the guys the guys tend to have some opinions yeah and are so brave to share them yeah yeah so wherever you are receiving advice and recommendations here's our advice that you didn't ask for hear it unless you don't want to hear it then just move on but hear it and then decide what works best for your family because it is not going to be the same for every family and that is okay and so hopefully what you heard from us today is not don't be a parent don't be an active parent don't hold your kids or look at them or carry them or do things that are inconvenient for your family but when you do make these choices here is another perspective of small changes that you can make that are going to provide better support for you as a parent that's great yeah (laughs) we think so (laughs) okay well thank you for joining us as we talk about perfect parents thank you from us to you until next time bye guys